0: Hi guys, Um, welcome back to my podcast SMA Mom. Uh, First of all, I want to wish you all a wonderful and a happy 2021 and I hope this year is good to us, to all of us and I wish you all happiness, joy, health and so many blessings. And um, on this episode, I wanted to start by um saying that um i'm I'm so grateful to every one of you that has been listening and i am starting this new season uh new year new season and refresh and hopefully we'll have new topics and a lot of great information out there so uh, this episode is going to be focusing on self-care for the caregiver <laughs> so this is a very um, a very special topic for me because um, it is in the at least in the last in the last year um, it's been a topic of of relevance and um, a lot of debate too um, I have encountered um, a lot of people that have given me an amazing advice. And when you think that you are doing something your way, it might not be, um, you know, exactly what you need. So I've learned to um, let go uh, that it's not easy and accept uh, new ways and new advice to see um, and to implement um, new, new ways to, to do self-care. So um, I wanted to start by saying um, to all of the moms out there and to all of the dads and all of caregivers, to, to kids with special needs or to parents or to brothers, sisters, um I am absolutely proud of you, of me, of every single one of us that give everything and that are so selfless and that just focus on the needs of everybody first, which is to me, at least my definition of um, caregiver um, when it comes to my kids the first thing I do when I wake up in the morning is tend to them, to their knees, it's, it's go get my, my little girl out of the machine that she sleeps on, you know, um, I don't even think of going to the bathroom, which is what people, you know, is the smallest thing and most common thing that people do in the morning, they wake up and they just go into the bathroom, that's, that is not exactly what I do, um, I think of um, going to get her, going to get my little boy, and and start doing, you know, their their morning routine. Um, so, needless to say, being a caregiver is taxing in so many ways, uh, emotionally, physically um uh, it takes on your relationships to people. Um, I mean, there are so many aspects that it can take of being a caregiver. And, and with this, I'm saying this is a beautiful journey, but it is a tough one. It is a journey that you don't stop. It is a journey that you keep learning. And you maybe don't have all the information that you need and you learn on the way. It is... Um, it's a journey that teaches you things that you didn't expect to know maybe that you didn't want to know but ended up compensating with so many rewards with so many beautiful moments that you have as a you know as a, a spectator as a first-hand experience and 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 also the word caregiver to me means love and selflessness and and that has to me is a privilege Um, but um, anyway I just wanted to say that um, I have been reading a lot of blogs and a lot of uh, research about these because now with this past year that we have all encountered so many difficulties so many things that we didn't even expect, um, and that added so much, um, stress and so much to our already complex life that, um, it has taken a toll on all of us, I think, especially mentally, um, it has been a really tough year, so I was, um, reading how incredibly, um, so much data out there about uh, research on, on caregivers and, and how, especially parents, not just parents with kids with special needs, but all parents right now are experiencing high levels of, of stress and anxiety when it comes to being related to raising a kid in these dark times. And, and then you add a complex illness, it is absolutely... Uh, exhausting, and I will say, um, it's so, in my words, it's incredibly scary, Uh, I even use the word panic, I have panic attacks about the world, about the world that I'm bringing my kids in, about you know, we had used to take for granted walks in a park, and now I'm like, well, it's the people are going to be too close to us, that like we cannot even go into a store, into a restaurant, I mean, it's absolutely stressful, and it shows, so I think that um, one of my dear friends and therapists once told me a concept that Until she explained it to me this way, I didn't see it that way. For me, caregiving was always about my kid. And it is in so many ways. My life, it's absolutely about my kids and my kids' illness, unfortunately, because I have to have so many information. I have to have so much knowledge. I have to know how to handle situations, how to... Care. I mean, it's very complex. And um, I thought that if I didn't put her first, I was being a bad mother. I was being selfish. And so that way of thinking, she told me it had to shift a little bit. Not in a way that you need to start being a neglected mother and not do things for your kid. But it's like you are in an airplane and they say to you, when you are trying to help and then the bag of oxygen falls you need to put yours first and then help someone else because you cannot help someone else if you don't help yourself first so that way that she explained to me it opened my eyes to a realization of of I need to give myself a little grace, I need to give myself a little love, I need to give myself care, because if I am broken, if I am not functioning, I cannot take care of my kids, I cannot be the mom I want to be, I cannot be the best mom, the best caregiver I can be, so definitely, I am so thankful to the way that she explained to me, because When the the word self-care comes to my mind, it immediately translates to, "Well, I'm going to go to a spa and lock myself in for a day." (laughs) Just and there's absolutely nothing wrong with doing that. But like I said before, I had like this huge sense of I need to be 24/7 at the foot of the bed of my kid, and though that's need in that sense that urgency has not completely gone away. Um I understand that I also need to take a step back and breathe and do something to relax and do something to to take my mind off you know of just being uh, a nurse mom because that's what I call myself sometimes. I'm I'm a nurse mom. Um I I do medical you know, things most of the day. So I, I, I won't go that far to say that I am a nurse now, but I am an honorary nurse. I have a highly huge respect to that field of profession now that I didn't appreciate before, as I do now, and especially this with all this going on. So when it comes to to that, I felt like. Um I felt a little like I didn't have the position or I didn't have the right to to take that time for myself. Um So this past year has been, like I said, a challenging year. And I started seeing my um, issues reflect in physical ways. I was... Having digestive problems, I was having sleeping problems, I was having, I mean, so many health issues that just didn't quite add up. So, you know, I didn't want to be that mom that currently went to the doctor and the doctor just prescribed this medication and it didn't work and just prescribed another medication. I wanted to approach it in a different way. So I started to do a lot of research. And so to me, I. Made this little um this little list I will call it of things that it mean self care, self care f- for me so and I'm going to try to um go through that so maybe that can help somebody because I feel like we need sometimes to see the perspective from others. To implement that and to see if we can use that in our life and if that can be useful or not. But um, so I wanted to tackle my health from the root. I didn't know. Just wanted to just take the symptoms and just pop a pill. I couldn't be that mom either. That was popping pills all day. And, and here, there's there's nothing wrong with medical and medicinal help. What I'm saying is that I didn't feel like that was the way that I wanted to go. I didn't feel like that was right for my situation. So um, to me, I started researching in, in my symptoms and my illness and what was working for other people and what didn't. So with my digestive issue... I started to cut back on things that I felt like they were triggering symptoms, so eating better for me was a huge, huge centerpiece for my self-care, and I am not saying, with this, I'm not saying that I'm 100% master uh, the healthy eating and that my symptoms are completely gone, Uh, no, but I, they have improved a huge amount with it, um, it always felt like I always knew what to do, but for some reason, it was so simple to, to just, you know, go through a drive through and get fries, you know, I mean, we're so busy, sometimes I don't want to cook, and, and, and sometimes I do that, but it's not as, it's not as, um, every day like I used to not every day but you know it's not as like so often that I used to do it so I started to thinking not putting too much pressure but starting to really put in like love and thought into what I would do and cook for me and my kids it's like so instead of um going for lunch for uh, fast food I am going to do a lot more veggies I'm going to implement doing a lot more fruits I'm going to do a lot more uh, natural juices and that was a shift on a habit and it's not easy and like I said it's not I'm not 100% where I want to be but um and like I've learned on this, it is a journey and it's a work in progress and, and it has made um, a bit of a difference and, and I feel like that was a huge step and a central uh, step for me to better my health, to have more energy, to wake up and and, hey, I'm going to do celery juice and I'm going to drink more water today and I'm going to maybe tomorrow... I'm not gonna be as good as eating healthy but you know what it happens and it's life and you got to give yourself grace and just try the next day that's all you can do so another important thing for me was uh, mentally so I started to say you know what gives you stress or you know in the since around the day what is the situations that give you the most stress the most anxiety and when I started to identifying those, and I found myself in those situations, I started to to catch myself in them and just to to make myself breathe. And even though it is a very small. Um, symbol or thing to do it was significant in the way of of if I started to get mad at my kids making a mess then I will constant I will consciously like catch myself and be like okay I understand I'm mad but it's just a mess and it's it's my kid and you know it's okay and just breathe breathe through it and I will just immediately feel like the intensity, I wouldn't say that I wasn't stressed 100%, it's just like the intensity was not was coming down. And again, I'm not saying that I'm perfect in any way that I don't get upset on my kid or I don't get as stressed out throughout the day or I don't have anxiety. I just feel like adapting that technique throughout the day Has helped me a lot, um, and it also helped me with my relationship with my toddler. I was having trouble navigating through his tantrums, and now when I catch myself and I try to control the way I react a little bit more like I said, not a hundred percent there, but then I started seeing a shift on his attitude, and it was. It was a little shift, but that little shift was huge in our interaction throughout the day, and and there was weeks where every day he would have a meltdown, and now I can say that we go days on end without him having a scream party every day. Um, so those little things that I implemented um, have helped me through it, and um, like I said, some days I do have more levels of anxiety and stress than others. and But every day I try. And I think that's what the important thing here is. That we at least try and that we at least identify ourselves. And try to better our reactions. Because I think that's the only thing that we can control. We cannot control what happens around us but we can control how we react to it and it's hard absolutely hard to control when you get mad to control when you want to scream it's absolutely hard but I think that practice is the key um and another thing that I think has been important to me um it has been praying when I feel like I can't find another way to calm myself down, my thoughts, my my anxieties, my fears. I just I just pray and I just start with being thankful because I feel like that opens so many doors, so many good energy um, and just start my praying with thankfulness. I mean, there is so much that I... I'm thankful for even throughout these difficult times. I mean, there is so much, um, and um, one of my um, uh, one of my therapists told me that um, I should start a thankful journey, um, which I think it's so important. But um, sometimes I don't have, I feel like I don't have the time to do it, so I incorporated into my prayer and. I feel like if you start your prayer with just gratefulness um and then just dump all the things that are having you you just I just feel lighter at the end I just feel you know like okay I feel a little bit more um like I can take on whatever is next like I don't feel overwhelmed like I put that out there and I just give it to God and I just just trust into whatever the plan is, is going to be to your good, to your advantage, so I think whatever is your religion, whatever it is that you you implement prayer, however it is that you pray, I pray how I was taught to pray growing up, and, and it gives me peace, and and it gives me a way of laying out my feelings and my thoughts and and turn them into hope, I feel like and turn them into trust, I feel that is a huge help to me and then well the last one I want to talk about because I found it so important um, it is a counselor and a therapist and right now there are so many resources out there online that you can use um and I feel like friends are great but you know we all are having our or um great deal of of trials right now and and well if you have a friend that you have that you love to pour your soul well that is amazing um but also I feel like um a therapist or a counselor is a non, non-judgmental third party that can have like a different perspective and, and a good advice and, and maybe give you resources and techniques that can help you with your specific issues and um, I haven't seen my therapist for over a year now it has been all through phone calls and they health, and I feel like that has been a huge blessing in my life and and even taking that hour every two weeks it has been difficult and sometimes it feels hard and like I cannot take that hour in the day but I am making it work because it is important to me and it's helpful and she gives me a fresh perspective on on what is going on um, and I have embraced the difficulty and I have embraced um, a lot of it through therapy um, and some so well you know like I said sometimes therapy doesn't work for everybody but I feel like talking about things that they're really weighing you down it's it's really important to do, even if it's like I said, to to a friend, to a family member, to your par- to your partner. I feel like sometimes talking does help, and sometimes we feel like so trapped into what our perspective is that just having a, a different view of things, maybe an external view of things, it's it can be enlightening and it can it can change things. Um, but I feel like self-care, whatever that what it eats, what it looks like for you, it is important. Even if it is like having a good meal or having a bath at the end of the day or going for a walk, spending time outdoors, just change your, it breaks the, the routine, change your view, change how you feel, just feeling the sunlight. Um, watching, I was, I was reading a, a blog, and they say, like, even watching an old TV show from your childhood, it can take you to those feelings when when you were a kid, it, 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 that's, that's important, um, watching something that makes you laugh, uh, taking time, and sipping tea at the end of the day, that's one of my favorite things, um, taking time after kids are in bed, and just sipping a really hot cup of tea, Uh, it just warms my soul, so um, I hope that maybe um, the way of we see things um, helps you, somebody out there that needs, you know, that that weight lifting off, or you know, a different way of seeing things, um, that can be helpful. And hopefully, we can all find time to love on ourselves, on on taking care of ourselves, and wake up the next day and keep doing what we do, which is rocking up being um, caregivers, parents brothers, sisters, grandkids, uh, and know that to all of the caregivers out there, uh, I just want to say thank you, and I am so proud of you, and I hope that this year brings all good things to you and your family, and uh, thank you so much for listening, and please Um, Stay tuned for more on our journey as an SMA mom. Thank you.